Summers, is this rolling? Is this set hot? This is Derek Dillinger, the franchise of AIW, the director of the production, the Neon Tarantino, the intense champion, Derek Dillinger, and you're listening to Wrestling Chairs. Got taking away in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. And they're always mad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially at the end of the year and the beginning of the next one. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going to Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review slash award show episode of 2022 and the prediction episode for 2023. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Everless This Fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. I'm not repeating that title of what we're doing but this is the uh, the nice year-end review type show. And for the fourth or fifth year in a row, we have the same cast. So, of course, you got myself. You have Butters. Hey. We got Stacy. Hey. We got Ed. The entrance music. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so thrown off. <laughs> and we got Pam. Stop bitches. Oh, shit. That was funny. All right. This is, I mean, every year it's, it's a long episode. We got a lot of shit to cover. A lot of shit to talk about. 2022 in AIW. Uh, we had, a, had our ballot for the second year in a row, which there were uh, nominations beforehand. Top four of every of each category got put on the ballot. There's going to be a fun one because there was one that I put on and it only got one nomination, but there was like a big tie for like the, the final thing to go on. So I was like, I'll throw this on that thing won. So we will, ah. we will, we will get to that. That's a, as soon as I put it on the ballot, I was like, yeah, this is probably going to win. Chaos. I like it. <laughs> I knew I should have voted for that. I was probably the only one who didn't. Uh, well, no, no. Well, I think a lot of a lot of people voted for it, but not a lot of people nominated it. Not as many people nominated it, I should say. Uh, other than that, like once we're we're done with that, we will get to the our predictions for 2023. I have uh, I did go back to last year's episode, picked up everybody's prediction for 2022, wrote it down, and we'll discuss those if any of them came true and there might have been some things said that uh are gonna be fun to listen to now nobody saying that you know we're all gonna die that that didn't happen this year but there was mm-hmm. there were some fun things to listen back to i'm like oh 
either this aged real well or this aged horribly. We'll, we'll get to those. Some things died. <laughs> Every day, man. Every day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's gonna pop me so hard if you keep doing it. Like first time, first time it was your entrance music. What was that one for? Morale. <laughs> Just being cheeky. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get into the first category. Show of the year, and the choices were Hell on Earth seventeen, Jaylit twenty twenty two. Eyes of the Beast and Calling All Skeletons. Uh, Stacy, do you yeah. remember, do you remember what you picked? I do. I know exactly which one I picked. What did you pick? Oh, I picked Calling All Skeletons. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I, I will say this, and uh, this happened last year too. There was a vote in here, or uh-huh. or uh, uh, someone voted. And it was John Thorne. Oh, and uh, I was kind of thinking with some of these choices that he has, like this was one that he would not have want to win. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but it was a uh, top nomination getter. So I had to didn't have to go with the ballot. Uh, uh, thoughts on calling all skeletons. It was great. It was fun. Yeah, they should do it every year. Swampy. <laughs> the Gabagool. Whoops. <laughs> Finish it. Fuck it. No, well, let's listen to it. I left my oven on for eight hours. Here we go. That sounded like me at first. It was so fucking weird. I was like, why am I talking somewhere else? I'm high, but I'm not that high. Jesus Christ. Stacy, was this your actual show of the year? Yeah. I'm okay. not kidding. It was fun. No, 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 no. Because it's. We talk about like what you voted and then just in case like, ah, you know what? I really liked absolution more, but actually fun fact, no, absolute- man, there were a lot of good shows this year. There were a lot of shows this year. Yeah. Um, but no, it was just, it was just fun. It was different. I don't know. I dug it. No, I, I a hundred percent agree. Brian Carson should never do anything as Brian <laughs> Carson again. He should always be Burt Dangle. That's, biggest pop brian carson has ever had in his entire life and it wasn't even because of him <laughs> that and that might be true that he maybe, maybe he should, should just stop, stop. like <laughs> you peaked all right uh butters do you remember what you voted for yeah uh jaylet specifically jaylet night two that was your in the nomination but i grouped that with jaylet as a whole yeah i felt like that was the more little kind of fair thing to do uh, thoughts on Jaylet 2022? That was um, the best. Man of many words. <laughs> and that would have been a good time for that music. <laughs> um, when was the last Jaylet before this? Did they do it? 2019. 2019. Yes, that's what I was going to say is that I think this Jaylet was better because uh, no one was trying to have sex with my girlfriend at, uh, at this Jaylet. <laughs> oh Unlike 2019 <laughs> where someone was very clearly trying to have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
How do I not know about this? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I told you I was sorry, Ed. You got to keep going. Was it was it Jalen 2019 when Savio Vega was uh, getting them shoulder rubs in at Nax? I couldn't. I wouldn't be caught dead at Nax, so I don't okay. know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that might have been 2018. I don't know. All the before times blend together. Yeah, I barely remember last week. Ed, uh, do you remember what you picked? Um. <laughs> I know exactly what I picked because when I looked at the other shows, I was just like, I don't remember what happened on these shows. Everything's blending together. Uh, so I picked Hell on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, I remember it. Uh, there were parts of it where I got to like, the show was good. Yeah, the show was good. But uh, I don't get to hang out in bars much. <laughs> and so I got to hang out at a bar with people with this during during the show. So that was fun. They had twice on the jukebox, but only Japanese songs. And uh, uh, Matt Justice had uh, part of his eyebrow hanging off of his face. <laughs> that was super cool. Uh I did enjoy at the beginning of the show while everybody had to stand back there, uh, like the line to get in all the way back into that bar, that that was the time you were like, I'm putting $20 of twice on the jukebox now. (laughs) Was that like any of the good Japanese songs, either like BDZ or like Candy Pop. It was like Japanese versions of the Korean songs. Oh, good. But I I totally agree. Mm. Was Hell on Earth 17, your actual show of the year? I guess, yeah, because I can't really. <laughs> like, I'm not joking when I tell you, like, if you put a gun to my head, you were like, what show did Derek win the intense title at? I'd be like, I don't, I just know that it happened. Like, I was in the Odeon. I don't know. Um, well, that was Jay Lit, right? Yeah, that was Jay Lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hell on Earth show. Yeah, I remember specific matches. Yeah. I'm not picking the fucking skeleton show. Listen, I'm going to get John Thorne on my good side. <laughs> I told him right after. I told him directly after when uh, we were walking out of that bar and somebody came up and was like, best show of the year, all year, Thorne. And he looked at me and I said, I don't think that's a fucking compliment. And he said, yeah, I don't think it is either. I was like, yeah, they're telling you flat out, like the show where nothing happened that normally happens, the best thing you've done all year. <laughs> like, this is mean. You guys are mean for picking this. Well, I guess I'm a huge bitch thing because I'm pretty sure that's what I picked too, right? Yep, Pam, uh, you were next. Uh, that is what you picked. It Was that your actual show of the year? Uh, yeah, because it was the most fun that I had at a show the entire year. Um, I have been going through some shit, and this year was, or this past year, was not the best for me, and that night was the most fun I had had in a really long time. I laughed pretty much the entire time. And I know that it wasn't storyline worthy or anything that happened really fucking mattered for anything, but like it was fun as fuck. And I love the Winchester. It, it's such a vibe and just everything about it was fucking hilarious. Like Halloween show, best show of the year. Like who would have fucking known personally, in my opinion, that's why we all have opinions. Like John Thorne, please don't hate me. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that show. It was a lot of fun, and we actually got to see something come to life, and it, that was probably the funniest thing in the entire world. So, 
Yeah, plus uh, we had the Gabagool. It's fun, fucking great. Yeah, I mean, wait, I changed my mind. Okay. Oh, changed my mind. Okay. Uh, the Bill Alfonso tournament was the best show of the year. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And that was my favorite show this year. I forgot that that happened. That's my favorite show this year. That was so much fun. I oh. forgot that that happened. Although I recorded a live podcast there and was there the entire day, I completely forgot that happened. Oh, it was so much fun, and I got to <laughs> see Ultramages Black, and I got to see Nightmare Freddy got to watch it with members only and Malcolm wasn't that comfortable enough with me to ask me about where my genitals go uh so it was pretty fun mm-hmm. I don't I don't even <laughs> Black still has that scar on his tummy he does well forever ironically enough that show did not even receive a nomination no, or I would have saw it on there and remembered it, and I would have voted for it for sure. Because well, that was definitely my favorite AIW show this year. Well, it would have to get enough nominations to make the ballot, but nonetheless, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, Dude, Pondo was on it. Pondo fucking rules. Like, he's so bad. It's awesome. <laughs> Pondo might be, like, one of my favorite. That's my favorite favorite guest. <laughs> like, Dude, I... <laughs> I saw a match advertised the other day that was Tremont versus Pondo, and I was like, what? <laughs> That's got to be the That's slowest so wrestling match of all time. <laughs> I voted for Eyes of the Beast. I remember just that whole day feeling uh, very special, obviously with Minoru Suzuki, but there was like some other like cool stuff that happened you know, on that show. And- oh! I forgot that this happened. <laughs> I thought this was last year. Like 2021, I thought it was Suzuki. Holy shit, the poster was listed on one of the fucking things with Maduro Suzuki on it. Like, it was literally in the, the ballot. Like, Yeah, I got, a, I got fancy this year and put pictures. <laughs> yeah, actually, the pictures kind of help. So thank you for that, because I'm fucking stupid, and it really helped me out. But Ed, yes, there there was literally a picture of it. I forgot. <laughs> forgot, and it was on the ballad with a picture. What else happened on that show? <laughs> tell me right now. Fucking tell you. I couldn't tell you one thing that happened on that show outside of Suzuki versus Brown. I could tell you what the main event was. That was Suzuki versus Broner. That was not the main event. Main main event was Cardona versus J Pro. Oh my God. I remember this now. Oh, is that when his kid did the Hurricane Rana? Yeah. 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 I actually Philly grabbed his daughter up and it made J pro so mad that he was going to do something about it (laughs) six months later. (laughs) (laughs) He had to to sit at home and get extra mad about it. I remember really loving that match. And actually I, there was times in that match that I thought J pro was going to be the one to beat Cardona. And I thought that would have been kind of cool, but it didn't happen. So the winner uh, via fan vote with, 38.3% 38.3% of the vote is Helener 17. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> Dude, Eric Stevens wrestled at it. That's why everybody loves Eric Stevens. Oh, absolutely. Calling in, up. in fairness, 
Stevens and Josh had a very good match on that. It show fucking ruled. That, yeah, that that nobody gave a fuck about because we, everyone was still processing what just happened in the match before it. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for those guys because they had a fucking great match. All right, let's uh, move on to the next category. Special guest of the year. The uh, finalists were Minoru Suzuki. Britt Baker, Eddie Kingston, and Max Caster. Um, I'm gonna go first this time. I, I'm gonna say I actually did nominate Max Caster. And the how things kind of go when it came to nominations, Minoru Suzuki was the only one that had more than one vote. So then I had to piece together like who would kind of make sense for people to vote for. So I was like, all right, you know, Kingston, boom, on there. Britt Baker, that was a big moment on there. After that, I was like, fuck. I'm going to throw Max Caster and see how he does. But I did not vote for him. I picked Britt Baker. Uh, Gauntlet for the Gold as a whole was a great night, and I thought uh, that whole surprise angle and match was absolutely fun. And the fact, knowing the back story or like uh, some of the background of uh, what she did while she was there, what she did to get there, and all that kind of stuff that put her over the top for me. If it wasn't for that, I probably would have picked Minoru Suzuki, but doing all that, that shit for the company, I had to, I had to vote for Stacy. Do you yeah. remember who you voted for? Uh, Eddie Kingston for sure. It was yep. Eddie Kingston. Yes, you did. Was that your, yeah, uh, like, I was gonna say, was that your good. actual guest of the year? Yo, yeah, yeah, for sure. At this, at this point, because Eddie's around so rarely, uh, that's, my number one person to have on a show is yeah. Kingston. Uh, Suzuki's cool. I get why people would nominate Suzuki. I, I get, and it was a big deal that he was at AIW. But in my head, because we took that trip to North Dakota to watch Dom Russell Suzuki last year, like to me, that's like the big Suzuki moment. This was cool having him at AIW was cool. But yeah, man, I would rather I would take Kingston back every month if we could. If you didn't take that trip. Would you have been more inclined to vote for Minoru Suzuki? No, because I still like Eddie Kingston more. Okay. Uh, but Suzuki's cool. Yeah. Butters, do you remember who you picked? Uh, Eddie Kingston. Yes. Was that your actual guest of the year? Uh, nobody really uh, tickled my fancy this year uh, that much. But yeah, Eddie was all right. Like we were sitting like basically right in front of him while he was doing a signing. So it was fun to watch him interact. Uh, it kept me busy because I was still uh, recovering from a herniated disc. So I didn't get to see Minoru Suzuki live uh, this time in AIW. So that was not my show of the year nor match of the year uh, or uh, guest of the year. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was all right. Sitting there watching Eddie interact with everybody. It was a good time. The, well, who was your actual guest of the year? You you nominated somebody. Uh, did I not? I don't remember who no. I nominated. You nominated, and actually, it shows me that you went back and edited it. It was uh, Jack Evans. Oh, yeah. He was fun to hang out with in the parking lot. Yeah. Him and Alec Price. They're, they were good. They were good, uh, good parking lot guests. See, I f- f- thought that was who you voted for, but uh, I think maybe you did it first, but you went back and changed it. But nonetheless, I might have. I, might, I honestly might have. Because I had to have you give me a list of all the guests to begin with because I couldn't remember who all was 
on all the shows. So I, I think that is a hard thing to remember because even with me, I went through just match graphics and show flyers because there's people that you just don't think of. Like Jack Evans is one of those that probably doesn't pop up at the top of everybody's uh, list. Even uh, you know, other than other names that were nominated that weren't didn't make the ballot were Jimmy Hart, Jack Evans, Two Point Dan Housen, and Commander. Yeah, Jack Evans like was like just supposed to be a one-off, and then he ended up getting like multiple bookings out of it. So I mean, that was that was pretty sweet. Yep. Ed, do you remember who you voted for? No, not at all. Actually, that's that's ironic <laughs> because of what you just said. It, it was Minoru Suzuki. Was it Suzuki? Okay, that's not who I'd pick in real life, though. Who would you? Who was your actual guest of the year? Tremendous Black. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess he is a guest. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about him as a guest because he wrestled and like he didn't really do a meet and greet that I'm did, aware of. Did for me? Wow. <laughs> Got to know people, I guess. <laughs> Could Joe Sposto have been a guest then, technically? Because he yeah, did come. Never mind. I'll pick Joe then. You're right. Uh, Joe was on commentary. I'm going Joe. Would have been, Joe would have been. Uh, if, yeah, should have been Joe Sposto. I mean, yeah, technically, I guess the, my criteria for guests of the year is just they're not a normal uh, AIW roster member. And I would count commentary since like that was like Joe was a special guest that day. He would have counted, but nobody, nobody thought Joe Sposto. Sorry, Joe. Pam, do you remember who you picked? I should know. Uh, you picked Minoru Suzuki. Oh, okay. Was Minoru Suzuki your <laughs> actual guest of the year? <laughs> no. No, it's Eddie. I now I really hope Minoru Suzuki won because a bunch of people were like, "Oh, yeah, sure, Minoru Suzuki." Uh, the the winner. Remember, I talked about earlier about you know someone got one nomination and I decided to put him on. It was a Max yeah. Caster. Uh, yeah, the winner was Minoru Suzuki. I figured he was going to run away with it. Had a little. Uh, it was actually a little bit back and forth for a minute with him and Brett. But yeah, the Minoru Suzuki did win with 44.7%. Let's move on to the next one. Match of the year. The nominees were Derek Dillinger versus Matt Justice versus Kaplan from Helena 17. Derek Dillinger versus Dominic Greeny versus Eric Taylor, J-Lit Night 2. Derek Dillinger versus Joshua Bishop from Absolution. And Nightmare Freddy versus Ultramantis Black from the Bill Alfonso hardcore tournament there is a 75 percent chance that Derek dillinger is in the match that wins pretty good odds stacy do you remember who you picked i do i do uh i picked ultramanus black versus nightmare freddy yeah now uh, we kind of already talked about a little bit about ultramanus black being you know that forgetting that he was the, a good guess and everything that 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 show for me that's like one of the most memorable moments like the actual wrestling show of Nightmare Freddy versus Ultraman is Black. I think think about that from time to time. So much fun. And match ruled. Plus, you never get to see Ultraman is Black anymore. Like unless you go to where Ultraman is Black is. You know, he doesn't travel a lot. So that's man. Mm-hmm. Is it's unknown. <laughs> yeah, shows happen close to unknown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. AIW doesn't run shows close to unknown. So the Lehigh Valley is close to the unknown. Uh, yeah, it seems. You ever been to Eastern PA, brother? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've... shit! I just almost fell in the chair. Sorry. 
Butters, do you remember what you picked? Yeah, the uh, triple threat with Dom and Eric Taylor and Dom and uh, Derek. Yeah, that oh. match was fucking awesome, and it made me want uh, Derek and Dom to fight over the intense title. Need to see that match a bunch. By the way, Stacey, was that your actual match of the year? Yeah, that's my match of the year. That that match that Butters just said is very good as well. Mm-hmm. Everything on this list was really good, but yeah, Ultramanus Black. That's that's the winner. Same for you, Butters. Actually, that was your actual your actual match of the year. Yes. Yeah. There was there's a lot going into that. Like hoping Derek finally won the big one. He was gonna if he did, he won the intense title and the entire tournament. It was good stuff. That was it was a good time. That's what I wanted. Ed. Do you remember what you picked? I had to pick uh, Nightmare Freddy and Ultimate Just Black, right? That is correct. All right. So you don't have very good memory, so I'm taking that is your actual match of the year. Oh, uh, Madman Pondo and Levi Everett. (laughs) (laughs) That had no reason to be that fucking brutal. You know what I mean? It was like shockingly good. I didn't didn't expect that. I liked it a lot. I think that was the most fun I had watching wrestling this year was... Have I ever heard Madman Fondo? <laughs> not a not a Mikey match. Um, I don't think Mikey wrestled Madman Fondo this year. <laughs> this year, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, in twenty twenty three, we can make that happen. The Alfonso Hardcore Tournament. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Madman Pondo rules because he looks like um, he's seconds away from yelling a slur, but it, like then he remembers. <laughs> right when he opens his mouth to yell you're always on you're like oh maybe and, but then he's like no, no. <laughs> you fuckers and I was like oh shit he scared me for a second <laughs> he remembers he's in public yeah I was like I thought you were going somewhere else with that Pondo Pam do you remember who? You, what match you picked mm-hmm. you picked Derek Dillinger versus Joshua Bishop yeah was that was that your actual match That's of the it. year? Probably. Um, so everything kind of blends together and everything listed there was pretty cool. Um, I don't remember everything in whole, but I do remember the Ultramanus Black match, so I would just say that is my actual match of the year. I picked well, I also picked Derek Dillinger versus Joshua Bishop. I felt like the story going into that with Derek kind of always been on that losing streak, which did you know extend a little bit further. And Bishop trying to get back to the title, I I still wish it would have been Bishop versus Cardona at Absolution. I think that story leading into it was awesome, but Cardona got injured, and we got this instead, and it didn't feel like a letdown because it was like the t- two top uh, AIW guys that were around, so it made sense that they would be fighting for technically the top two titles. So for me, that uh, that it was my match of the year. Actually, the one that I nominated was uh, Shaw Mason versus Cisco Silver. Uh, the first one, I really like that. One. The first one was good. The rest were good too, but the, I don't know. Maybe it was just because I was I didn't know what to expect from it. But the first one, I don't recall seeing the first. Uh, yeah, that's true. I say that that would that would be the show that you guys finally broke the streak. Well, I did. Stacy had already missed one. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, the winner, 40.4%. Derek Dillinger versus Joshua Bishop. Absolution 15. Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good match. match. Yeah. 
and uh, won by a, a good margin. The second place was 27.7%, Derek Dillinger versus Matt Justice versus Kaplan at Hell on Earth. Wow. So, Ed, you and I are the only ones who like that Nightmare Freddy and Ultraman is black match, I guess. Oh, I was, I don't know, man. I mean, they also, like, picked another gory match, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah, still monsters. True. They're still, these people are still monsters like we are. All those options were just bloodbaths, so yeah. Looking back at the nominations, uh, this was actually another category where there were, it was heavily into Derek Justice Kaplan most nominations and the last two spots i had to fill with things that got one nomination so i picked nightmare freddy versus ultraman is black and bishop versus dare from absolution other options that people nominated were bishop versus janela versus justice west barkley versus cardona i already mentioned shaw mason versus cisco silver uh chase versus gringo versus commander versus m dog versus riley rose versus tkd and broner versus kingston Let's move on to debut of the year. Dun, 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 dun. I was waiting for it. It's, normally you do it like the first time on the show, but. You just heard it this first time, though. I didn't hear it the other two times because I was I was hearing a different song in my head. It's like. Like the. One. All right, with you should see the video of the guy playing it, too. It's fucking wild. It's like a player piano and he's just pulling on fucking chords that are making horns honk and cymbals smash and shit it's ridiculous so he's having fun all right uh debut of the year nominees were shaw mason alec price austin james and swamp man stacy who'd you pick yeah yeah uh, i think and i could be wrong but i believe i picked swamp man yes you did yeah, yeah, yeah. i take it that was your actual debut of the year yeah yeah why well, i nominated it um i think a, a lot of the students are very good i think shaw mason particularly is very good but fuck swamp man i don't even think there needs to be an explanation if you saw the swamp man's debut you know it's all right well i actually picked shaw mason that's okay. uh, I, I do believe that's who i nominated i wasn't when it came to the nomination process i wasn't thinking swamp man that's why i didn't pick him but understandable like Probably one of the most kind of talked about guys of the year. Swamp Man, yeah. Butters, do you remember who you picked? Yeah, I picked Alec Price. And uh, I know that is your debut of the year. For sure. Ed, do you remember who you voted for? After hearing all of the names, because I think the fourth one is the softball boy, right? Yes. Yeah, I picked Alec Price, right? Yes, you did. Yeah, because I know I didn't pick Shaw Mason, and here's why. Um... Two weeks ago, I was at the exchange in Sandusky and they had a copy of Dig, right? Which is a DVD, is a documentary about the Dandy Warhols and the Brian Jonestown Massacre, and I love it. And uh, I stood there for a good five minutes, and not once did anyone ask me if I needed help uh, with anything. So I left without that DVD because I'm not going to go talk to somebody. And uh, I'm going to take that out on him, so I didn't vote for him. <laughs> They didn't ask you if you needed to see anything in the case. That's amazing. Oh, nope. A, a guy that works there just walked right past me, too. I said, well, fuck this shit. And I just went and got some Raisin Canes and picked up my comics. And, yeah, norm yeah, normally I get asked within like a minute. You kick at the case with your foot a couple times. <laughs> alert them that you might want something. 
One time I went to uh, an exchange, the one that used to be by like where 16, like it's, it is like by where 16 bit was. And uh, I walked in and I was looking at anime DVDs and one of the guys working was just like, I don't know, man, I'm just an idiot. And the other girl working got real serious. She's like, don't you say that about yourself? You're not an idiot. And like try to give him a facial speech. And he was like, calm down. Like it's, <laughs> I don't hate myself. Right? I was just making a joke. And it's just like, wow, what an uncomfortable person. So I take it that on him. And, on Shaw Mason too. That's why that's I also I had info for him. That's my second favorite exchange location. <laughs> he had a uh, Power Rangers like blaster. Oh. Last time I was there, like, huh? I wonder if that has all of the the uh, the balls in it and is intact. But once again, no one asked me, so <laughs> so I'll never know. I think I know what you're talking about. The power. Yeah, it's got like the gold, like lion head thing. Yeah, on the end of yeah. yeah. I wasn't. I had one of those as a kid. Wasn't that the? It was Mighty Morphin, but it was not during the Dinosaur shit. Wasn't it the whatever the? Thunder? Okay, so I think it was. It was season one, right? But I think it's just a thing that they didn't use very often because it wasn't in a lot of like Sentai spaces. Their toys out of like when they roll them out, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that blaster type deal, either like they used like once or twice, so it just wasn't very. But they made a toy of it because like Bandai already had the yeah yeah yeah. Make it. But I think it shot like colored ping pong balls, right? Yeah, that was like yeah. colored of all the Power Rangers because they all God they all put their balls in there, huh? <laughs> and they would all Jason would hold it out probably and. Uh, Lee is on one side and would touch one shoulder and then Zach would touch the other and then Trini and Kimberly would touch their shoulders and it'd stand in like a V formation. Was it? But are you, are you thinking when they would combine all their weapons together? Because I feel like or that, was, they did the same thing. Yeah, they did. I think that's what that toy was supposed to be. No, there was because they, they actually did have the one weapon where or the one toy was all the weapons and you could put them together. I was going to say you would know more than me because Mighty Morphin is not my favorite season and I have not revisited a lot as most people, as you know, people might think that I have. Uh. It, it's not about revisiting. It's remembering it from a kid because I had those toys, too. Oh, I've done drugs. <laughs> so, so that ain't happening. Like Currently, I'm doing drugs. Uh, Pam, uh, do you remember who yeah. you picked? No. You picked Shaw Mason. Yeah. Duh. I forgot that's the one we were on. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I like Shaw. Great kid. Was that your actual debut of the year? Yeah, probably. Because, like, Swamp Man's not, like, real AIW. He's, like, Halloween AIW. So I don't count him as, like, a, a full-timey. Mm-hmm. Until he debuts at, like, an actual show show. So. The winner. 44.7%. On Swamp Man. Shaw. Nope. Swamp Man. Shit <laughs> me. Now. John. John is going to ask you for this voting list, and he's going to ban every single person who voted for Swamp Man. Now. Remember what I talked about at the beginning That'd of the episode? Hilarious. Remember that I said that there was. I had to fill in the last one of uh, someone that only got one nomination. It was Swamp Man. I knew it. I'm the only one who nominated Swamp Man. You, <laughs> you were the only one that nominated Swamp Man. The that winner. Looks like my AIW tickets just got cheaper because Stacy's not banned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the the uh, the winner of nominations, the one that got most nominations, I'm going to say winner, was Shaw Mason. Uh, I mean, she should. <laughs> Alec Price, second, with three nominations. Austin James got two nominations. Austin James and his mom voted. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to make the joke. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was looking at all the other <laughs> debuts of the year. Uh the other options were maybe this is actually where I nominated Max Caster, not guest of the year. But Ma, the votes. <laughs> Ma, the, vote. <laughs> the other options for the, the only got one nomination were Max Caster and Cisco Silver. As much as I like Max Caster, I was like, nah. Nobody's going to vote for him. Nobody's going to vote for Cisco. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw on Swamp Man. And Swamp Man fucking won. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I'm I'm pretty sure he, like, led the whole time. Like, he got the first... Actually, I can, actually I can look uh, vote-wise. The first three votes were for Swamp Man. You know who really got a raw deal in this is Hilljack. <laughs> Bert Dangle. Swamp what, what, what? Man took all the glory. Fucking amazing. So, yeah. I'm sorry, it, Thorne. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tongue action. You guys are all down for the tongue action. <laughs> yeah. Um, Swamp Man, debut of the year. Underdog, debut of the year. On top of that. Oh, you're going to have to get Swampy a plaque. So. <laughs> uh, nope. He said no plaques. I, I, I did specify that winners do not it's get in plaques. The, it's in the thing. I think an exception should be made for the Swamp Man <laughs> for his historic achievement. Uh, Swamp Man might have to uh, accept it publicly, though. Then, then I, I might, I might do it. I'm sure there'll be a Halloween show next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who gets the year, their year award in October? I don't know you. If you're gonna wait for the Swamp Man, <laughs> I'll put a deadline on it. But even though uh, voting says like no, no, no winners get plaques, I had to make sure. Just in case, you know, a certain tag team won. Let's uh, let's move on to the next one. Moment of the year. The nominees were J-Pro's daughter gives Matt Cardona a hurricane run at Eyes of the Beast. Britt Baker makes a surprise return at Gauntlet for the Gold. Derek wins the Intense Championship, J-Lit Night 2. And Joshua Bishop regains the Absolute and Intense Championships at Absolution. Stacy, do you remember what you picked? Uh, I kind of do, I think. Uh, did I nominate Britt Baker? I'm not sure who you nominated, but that's, that is who you voted for. Yeah, that's who I voted for. I don't know if I nominated that or if I nominated something else because I assumed somebody would have nominated the Britt Baker thing. Um, I can pull it up. Nominations, you No, your moment of the year. Spider-Man and Canton. <laughs> How good was that? I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, oh dude, you missed out. I have it on video. I know. I've, I made a TikTok. I, I was about to say, I've, I've seen the TikTok. I mean, I wasn't there in person because that was, uh, what was I doing that weekend? Oh, I went to the zoo. Oh, dude. Spider-Man was way better than the zoo. And it was some, you, missed, you missed DX and Spider-Man. Shame. Uh, it, it was somebody's birthday, so... Yeah, man. Spider-Man was a moment. It was a happening. You had to be there. 
There's a real theme to my my nominations, I think. Yeah, you were the only one that did pick us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, the Brit, the Brit Baker moment was huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh that's what I voted for. Uh Butters, what'd you pick? Uh Derek winning the intense title at uh Jaylit Night Two. And I'm pretty sure that was your actual moment of the year. Yeah. It's one of those like reasonable moments of the year, like no question about it. I think actually all of them are pretty legit. Yeah, there was a lot of great moments this year. I mean, the the Britt Baker one was was really cool. It was the worst kept secret, I mean, amongst some of us, but it's a big surprise for others, so I, that's that's what matters. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was completely surprised by Britt Baker returning. I had did not see that coming. Yeah, you didn't have figures in the trunk of your car or anything. Hey, sometimes you just have to be prepared for any moment. Okay, don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm not fixing any of Pam's <laughs> issues on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> you just made my night easier. <laughs> How dare you? Look, look, I, I say that with the, the best intentions. No, no. <laughs> The, the sure, best intentions and and well, don't are not in the same with, sentence ever. Just eat my ooze candy and make an observation. Uh, Ed, do you remember hey. what you, what you picked? Eric, right? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. Pam, do you remember what you picked? Negative. You picked Derek Dillinger wins the intense championship. Oh yeah. And yeah, that was fucking incredible. And the winner with 42.6%. Britt Baker makes a surprise return at Gauntlet for the gold. Derek winning the Intense Championship was just behind it at 40.4%. Literally both of them together, uh, 83% of the vote. Let's uh, move on to the next one. Group or Tag Team of the Year. Stacy, do you remember you picked? Yes, I don't. Uh, maybe. Hmm. I think I. I think I picked the production. You did not. Oh, okay. What did I pick? Well, then I had. I had to pick members only. Then yes, right? you you picked members only. Yeah. I take it they were your actual pick for. Uh, actually, well, I don't yeah, want. I couldn't remember. Yeah, their members only definitely had the. They were my team of the year. Um, I just. I think I might have nominated. You did dominate the production. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Members only though. They should win this and get a plaque. Uh, no. Uh, it's uh, clearly said. It's in the rules. You should at least pay to have their current pack plaquing engraved with like uh, extra extra stuff. Mm, no. <laughs> Cheap. Cheap production in summers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> I, I, I at one point I offered them uh, certificates, you know, because that's certificates. Yeah, because because I'm, I'm cheap. cheap. <laughs> you you tell me I'm cheap, and then I tell you I offer them certificates. You're appalled. Yes, because I'm cheap. Anyway, um, Butters, do you remember who you picked? I originally picked the production in the nomination stage, but I quickly changed that to the Bitcoin Boys. And then I voted for them again in the final stages as the Bitcoin boys, uh, AKA the miners. 
uh, because uh, they won the tag titles. So the Bitcoin boys, they made a last minute push to make it on because prior to them winning the tag titles, they had no nominations. There were some people that went back and changed their nominations. So they, they made it on. Uh, that's, uh, that's also who I voted for. Ed. Yeah. Do you, do you think you remember who you picked? Here's the deal, right? If there's ever a year for me not to pick the Bitcoin boys. It's this year with members only because they were a Podme Dam award winning tag team. And uh, it would just make sense that in the final year of Pavi and Dan, we also vote for members only. But then I remember that Malcolm would call into my show and constantly ask questions about my genitals and what my <laughs> genitals do and where my genitals belong. And uh, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. So I vote for the Bitcoin boys. Yeah. Well, that is who you voted for. Pam, who'd you vote for? I remember. The production. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Derek also called in to ask questions about my genitals. I'm glad I didn't vote for them either. Did did bulking season call about your genitals at all? You know, now that I'm, they might have, there was that episode where like everyone did. So it's possible. I, I would was, bump them in with everybody else. I, I'd say you should you should hate on bulking season. It, it seems like a guys <laughs> giggles mad at us, especially Artie. I don't think I, I mentioned the nominees, Bulking Season, the Production, Bitcoin Boys, and Members Only. Uh, the winner with 38.3%, it is the Bitcoin Boys. Yes! <laughs> it was very close between them and the production. Production was 36.2. And I want to say that might have been as small as one vote. Did it for you, boys. One this thing for you. Mikey and the other one. The other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the other one that was uh, absolute champion for five minutes. Yeah, what's his face? Mikey and uh, the one with the abs. It's it's Mikey and the good one, Eric Taylor. What? Yeah, the good the good one, Eric Taylor. What are you saying? Mikey's not good? Oof. Oof, wow. He's he's okay. Not, not as good as not as good as Eric. He let me hold his tag title. Mikey's the best. It's like the only one you took a picture with too. <laughs> Shit, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to play that. I meant to play the the little horn guy again. Whoops. <laughs> fucking hilarious Jesus Christ alright let's move on to the uh, next one the last category wrestler of the year the nominees were Joshua Bishop Derek Dillinger Isaiah Broner and Wes Barkley Stacy do you remember you picked oh yeah I picked Derek Butters, you remember who you picked? You fucking leave me alone. I thought that uh, was Butters for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> um, you said wrestler of the year? Yes. Derek Dillinger. Come on. Yeah. I picked Isaiah Broner. Ed, do you remember who you picked? Madman Pondo. <laughs> Derek, probably, right? No. 
What? You picked Isaiah Broner. Oh, yeah. Broner ruled this year. I forgot. Yeah, I did pick Broner. <laughs> there was a title for this episode. It would be, oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Pam, do you remember who you picked? I'm pretty sure I picked Eric. You did. The winner. And this is the largest uh, percentage of victory. 63.8% Derek Dillinger. I thought you were going to say 69. Damn. Yeah, at that point, you should have just fudged the number. <laughs> I do honest work over here, Stacy. Honest work. I might have had yeah, someone yeah. tell me to make to make sure they get on the ballot. And I was like, no. I'm like, if you get enough nominations, you'll get on the ballot. I'm not going to fudge shit. Hold on, somebody tried to strong arm their way onto the ballot. (laughs) Softball kid, dude. (laughs) He's like, I promised my mom I'd make it on this. I could show her this all wasn't a waste of time. (laughs) No, remember, he got three nominations. And uh, going back to, like, actually, group and team of the year, the most nominations was members only. And uh, Derek got most nominations for uh, wrestler of the year. And I think, especially, too, looking how the the ballot came out it's a hardcore strong case for Derek to be wrestler of the year when he's in three of the four final matches like well, yeah he had a really good year yeah. yeah he did he was I mean honestly he overshadowed a lot of the other stuff that happened this year he yeah. was uh the main reason I went to the majority of the shows was to follow the Derek Dillinger story this year so all right, that's it for the awards for 2022. Before we get into the predictions for 2023, much like every year, uh, let's talk about some of the highlights of our own podcast. I'm, I'm on purpose. I'm starting with Ed. Ed? Fucking dead. <laughs> that was my highlight. I don't got to do it no more. <laughs> a hell of a time to quit too. Like the, just the first seven days. It's been awesome. It's been so awesome. <sighs> it, it was like it's like wrestling Twitter knew, or wrestling in general knew that PVD was ending, and it's like, yeah. bro, we're about to fucking explode. Like yeah. everything's gonna happen. <laughs> and it's I, I don't have to talk about any of it. <laughs> well, I wanna, I wanna play. This clip from last year, where we we talk about Pod Van Dam. I'll probably edit Pod Van Dam longer than I will keep this show going. I'll just say that. There will be a. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, I don't know. We'll see. I have a lot of faith into that show sticking around. Yeah. You got a lot of faith in this show sticking around. I know what my cutoff is, and it's not that long for now. I'm going to say under five years. I'm telling you what, man. Uh, if Pop Dam is still around five years from now, I'm going to be amazed. <laughs> got to go out with a blaze of glory, though. Pod Van Dam Pro, Joker fight Arthur. Oh, you oh. You guys think the world's surviving for five years. That's adorable. Twitter's <laughs> barely going to survive the five years now. <laughs> the world might make it. And now Pod Van Dam's over, and by the end of this year, pressing chairs will be over. So this is the last one of these, huh? Pretty well. I'm on the fence of whether I'll still do some random episodes, but in a realistic mindset, like no matter what, after my cutoff, I'm taking a break and I feel like I'll never come back from that break. And when I say break too, it's not like, oh, I'm just, I'm just taking a break. It's if I were going to do some other, something other, like I'm going to stop doing the weekly stuff. 
I would take some time off before that, but I don't know if I'm ever going to jump back on. So yeah, this is probably the last of, of this one. Unless I start another show, but I don't know. I'm, I'm to the point where I want to spend more time doing Kent Brown's backer stuff. So, and not have the responsibility of doing this shit every week. And now that I freed up one day a week from editing, I can now free up two more days and just come home and just enjoy shit. You know? What's that like? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll let I you get, I'll let I you know. I'm too late now to enjoy shit. <laughs> Butters, uh, what was your uh, highlight from your show? Uh, for Grift, I mean, joining them and and why join them in 2021 at the end of the year, but just the first full year with them, like we did a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I think my favorite thing was creating the Dalt Tale show. And getting the uh, Dalt Tales intro made, uh, that was uh, a really big deal to me. Um, I liked kind of messing around with IW Guide and like doing the new design and new logo for them. And uh, just like watching them kind of grow into a cohesive unit with everything and watch them be able to... uh, come up with new ideas and like run with stuff when I give them an idea it's it's been really cool watching them kind of succeed when I want them to um, try new things out. Stacy what about you? Yeah what about me? What about your highlight of your show? <laughs> it came oh back. you mean it, the, my show doesn't really exist it, it didn't uh, there's one episode it's cool Ziggy came on it's fun but uh, yeah there's one one show when I went back and that's listened, the, when I went back and of, you know, not having a rigid schedule as I can have a show going back and listening to last year's episode, you said you were coming back in January. Yeah. as lies. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do that. Didn't do that at all. No, it was gone for over a year. We didn't talk about Chris Chan on a podcast at all this year. Nope. Sure. Didn't. Cause we made the choice not to, and then we made the choice too. And then, uh, we never recorded it. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> oh, that's right, because we were going to put it behind your paywall. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, shit. I'm going to have to. We're going to have to figure that out, I guess. Uh, Pam, what was the highlight of your uh, New Girl podcast? Eat shit. <laughs> I think it's like the third year. Once, once again, I was going to say, I'm sure there's a clip somewhere in there from last year saying that I was going to start it. And yeah, nope, it did not start. Nope. Uh, you did. And I really wish you would have hit that kill yourself button right after she said <laughs> shit. It was a missed opportunity. I'm a cookie guy, you cookie. <laughs> oh my god, would you be on my podcast if I actually do it? Um, I would have to be within. I quit watching it after a couple seasons, but there are like. It doesn't matter. It's like the only first five seasons are the important ones. So. Yeah, I, I watched like at least the first three or four. So, Dude, the first two are like my shit. So. Good yeah, stuff. Good stuff. Uh, this is the closest it came to actually existing this year. I mean, <laughs> we got like we we figured out like who would produce it, and then like we came out. We were working on titles for it, and we figured out like where it would be hosted, and we got like some special guests lined up um, that said they'd be into it. Um, so like, it's, it's eventually it'll get there. It's just a slow moving train. It'll get there. 
I didn't realize that you were going to talk about like things that you and Pam had actually done to try to make it happen. I thought you were making the statement that her and Ed just talking about New Girl for 30 seconds <laughs> was as close as it came to existing. The show. No, no. We, we, we did a lot of work last year. Well, I did a lot of work last year trying to like push her into like doing it. And we set a date for like September and it just nope. didn't happen. Things just got so busy over the summer and with fucking moving down to Salem store and everything and being put on nights for the most part, like everything just got railed. No, Ruth hasn't signed out. Um, excuse me. Um, have you seen Ruth? Brown hair, smile that would shake the earth, hates peas. A white man broke in today. A, a white man? No! Well, what did security do about it? Nothing. Typical! Call it CC. Hey, Pam, I think that sequence is really funny. What do you think? <laughs> that is actually from one of the later seasons that I haven't really watched. Um, Thanks for checking out the New Girl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> <Did> it. <laughs> I love so, it. So at this point, she did as many a uh, different year. Never mind. <laughs> at least one for 2023, guys. Thanks you for know, that. You can put a check mark next to one what? for 2023. <laughs> January, taking care of boom. You remember when London Tipton had a cat and Winston took the cat? <laughs> Stuff. Uh, oh, she has a real name. I'll never yeah. learn it. Fucking Ferguson. But, but do you remember, Ed, that there is a reference to bears in every single episode? And you have to figure it <laughs> out. Yes. There's a reference yeah, to, to bears in every single episode. And you have to, like, if you pay attention, you'll see the re- or hear the reference or see a reference somewhere in one of the scenes to a bear. Yes. Bear claw. Like there's like a magnet or a picture or something on the refrigerator and it's a bear. Yes. Okay. Like specifically, like that was going to be one of the segments on the show was, did you find the bear? Okay. What's going to you talk about it? Like you're not going to do it. Have you given up hope now, butters? Uh, well, I mean, that was, you know, last year, this year, it, it could still be a thing. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm pulling for it to, to still be a thing. Like I'm still down to edit it and all that kind of stuff. So 2024. Yeah, maybe, uh, I have, uh, uh, funny, funny. Um, maybe since I got my position and everything, it works straight now. And I know that I'm primarily on nights, but maybe I can figure out like a day that I feel like, yo, can I just have this day and this day off? And like, we do it, but that's another topic for another day. Let's fucking talk about wrestling. This is the podcast production podcast where we talk about producing <laughs> podcasts. Was that your best Casey Kasem? Or? I mean, we, we all kind of have had our hands in that, so makes sense, right? It's riveting. It's riveting podcast material, I'm sure. I think for me, the only real big highlight that I had was uh, the live podcast. Those live shows were so fun. The fact that we were able to make that happen, like it mm, yeah. the bed, is incredible. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good day. That was a lot of fun that day. Four live mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah, four. Yeah, damn. That my picture of all of us underneath the tents, like one of my favorite photos from last year. It was good stuff. That's a fun day. Yeah, called Lindsay Man's phone. <laughs> you, you sure did. And that's why he's back. Yeah, he said, I'm going to let this little prick tell me I should die. I'm going to do the opposite of die. Live forever. Oh, it's like it's like old Pod Van Dam's back. This is great. I do Jesse. Old Pod Van Dam. 
We're not reviewing raw episodes. I mean, before when it was just me and Pat before Dwight called in. <laughs> have you have you ever gone back and listened to some of those like right before the voicemail started? I don't. Yeah, no, I don't listen to my show. <laughs> Shockingly, no, haven't. I had to go back through them to dig uh, dig some of the Dwight calls, the ones that don't have uh, mm-hmm. the where the recap episode doesn't have your reactions. Holy shit, those episodes are bad. Just yeah? qual- uh, sound quality wise. Oh, right. Because <laughs> I was going through, I'm like, oh my God, this is bad. Then Jonah came on and everything got, got better. But in the time, I never noticed anything. But looking back at stuff, I was like, oh, wow. And a uh, fun fact. Man. To- just insult the man. His his show's gone. And now you're like, hey, you know what I did? I went back and listened to your old shit. That stuff was terrible. Listen, I can't say anything. I already said on Twitter this week that you should be able to have thicker skin when people tell you stuff you did was bad. So I didn't say that it was bad. I just said like the sound quality was bad. That was just part of our lore. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to save this for later. This is uh, another, uh, since you said Lord, another uh, soundbite from last year that uh, did not age well. can't believe Ed didn't say he wanted Hook. Oh, I mean, we got to stay somewhat grounded in reality. <laughs> or Kid Bandit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because me- it's mega. Because I was on it, like, I don't know. I just remembered, I was like, oh, Kid Bandit's going to be here in June. But I was like, no, that's mega. That's not AIW. So, yeah, I had Kid Bandit to that. They're great. <laughs> I still, oh no, no, listen, I still maintain Ed Bandit could have put out that whole dorky thing, right? And if they didn't put in that tweet that this was part of their lore, it wouldn't be getting made fun of as much. Like, you can't use that. You have to be smart enough to use that word on Twitter when talking about wrestling because people are just going to make fun of you. They do Bray Wyatt. Like, now you've lumped yourself into this by using the word lore. That's where they went wrong with it all. Not only, I mean, it's also stupid. It's also like, I'm, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to be on the stink sheet this week, and I'm going to get into it way more on there. But that last line where they're like, it's Ghost in the Shell, but pro wrestling. It's like, we don't fucking tell you what you're ripping off. That's not how that works. Like, I, I am also. You fucking imagine if Pirate Paul Purcell swung down and looks right at the camera and goes, I'm like Jack Sparrow, but wrestling, guys. It's the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> Razor Ramon's like, hey, I'm Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. Holy shit. I like and everyone that thinks like, oh well, Kid Bandit blocked you for that. That's not what happened. Kid Bandit blocked me because I made a joke of how they were gonna say stuff about Hannah Kimura again to get us all to not make fun of them. <laughs> That's why I got blocked. Kid Bandit had a hell of a ride in 2022. Ooh, I was trying to think when did it turn, and I was like. It had to have been in the fall because I remember the trans grab stuff happened and me being like, well, that's good, man. Like Kid Bandit and the Von Englands are taking hold of everything and like just getting it all sorted out. That's good. And, that's all- good. and I had no ill feelings then. It took a turn around the bass guitar. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I do remember them posting like I'd like to join a band and me and like everybody in the group chat making fun of her like that's not how you don't 
you know, be like, hey, does somebody already have a band I can just be in now? <laughs> like, I mean, sometimes that is what happens. <laughs> Sometimes you do just join an existing band. And then they um, also put, like, I can somewhat sing. And so we're like, that's what you're bringing to the table. Like, I can play bass, and I will sing, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> can I be in your band? <laughs> my favorite was the random person thinking that Sabu and Kid Bandit were friendly. Oh, my God, that was good, to too. Talk to them. <laughs> Sabu, what the hell do you want me to do? <laughs> that was the best. That was Dude. the best. Year right, I was gonna say we didn't do year end awards, but if it was like best wrestler Twitter, it's Sabu. <laughs> like known uh, pro trans wrestler Sabu, who has never said a slur ever on Twitter. <laughs> ever. Dude, wasn't it this the year that Brian Kendrick got in trouble and Sabu was like, "LOL, what he do?" And then they sent him the quote about him denying the Holocaust, and Sabu was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for sure i think sabu definitely had uh the twitter of the year for uh for crazy old wrestlers oh man sabu rules <laughs> all right let's uh transition out of all that shit let's go to our predictions for 2023 and Is start pun no Transition. Oh, because Sabu's transphobic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what pun did I make? Holy shit. But anyway, uh, talk about predictions for 2023. And of course, I always like to look back at our predictions for 2022 for Gauntlet for the Gold, the one that took forever to finally happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy, you picked Joshua Bishop, but that was changed from Derek. So you did change it to the right answer. Ed, uh, you picked some guy named Mikey. When? Uh, no. Butters, you picked Derek, but you did think about switching to Josh after Stacy did. And, yeah. And then myself and Pam, we we also picked Derek and had a lot more predictions in last year. So I had like a consensus of like what the audience thought. And uh, yeah, most people said Derek as well. We were all wrong. But who wasn't? Uh, you. No, uh, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I thought. Yeah. When I said we, I wasn't including you in that we. By the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to clarify. Yeah, I was right. No. Shut the fuck up. You you were wrong, but then you changed to the right answer. And I did that when it mattered. Yes. Like before. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our predictions for this gauntlet for the gold. Uh, Ed, do you remember you picked? See, this is where this show is going to get funny because there's a lot of just crazy answers. Do not. You picked Matt Cardona. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> Pam, do you remember you picked? No. You picked Derek. Oh. I picked Isaiah Broner. Stacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember you picked? Nope. Uh, maybe. Um, oh, I picked Wes Barkley. Yes, sir. Butters. I picked uh, Isaiah Bronner. You also picked Isaiah Bronner. Yes. This The next one's a little iffy for the predictions for last year. And that's because I thought we were going to do the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament again. But instead it was Jaylet. I'm throwing this out there. Stacy said Chase was going to win, but blatantly said the phrase that Derek wins Jaylet. 
So with the question being Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament, he was like, ah, Chase, but if there's a J-Lit, Derek wins. Well, that sounds like I was right. That, <laughs> that, that sounds like I've, that, does that mean you were right twice? I, it does. So far, I am two for two. Doing pretty good. Butters, you picked Isaiah Broner. I picked Dom. Pam picked Pretty Boy Smooth. Ed, do you remember who you picked? Mikey? No, you did not pick Mikey. I picked No Way Jose. <laughs> no, that was two years ago. Oh. <laughs> you, you picked Levi Cooper. What the fuck is that? Oh my god, you don't even know your own joke. Oh, it's Tucker! It's Tucker! This is right when Tucker got released and he did that picture of him playing golf, smoking a joint, and we all thought he was like the coolest. That's that's exactly what you said last year. Yeah, I remember this now. That's the fun thing about Ed's answers. They're so off the wall that when I ask him if he remembers, he doesn't. And then when I tell him what he picked, there might be a delay of like, it clicking of why he picked but even then like who the fuck is levi cooper yeah tucker i like that ed picked uh and also mentioned specifically that we all thought it was cool so you know he meant his dog and his cat also thought it was really cool (laughs) (laughs) nobody else thought that was cool except for them and him so (laughs) he didn't think it's cool she doesn't think much is cool she's kind of a bitch she's looking at me right now Uh, judgmental for someone missing a front tooth boogie what's with your pets missing shit the the best I can gather is that like um she must have like like, she only eats cat food so like there must have been like a mouse or something I'm just not aware of it I I also don't know how long like it's been gone either because I just noticed it last week This, this could be years and I'm just now noticing it she just got little teeth first Someone? I was going to say, she, it could have been a baby tooth and she was losing it, but maybe. it's been gone for over a week and probably not. She's also six. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, you have had her for a while. Yeah. I'm so bad. I don't know when it happened with Zul, like within the past year or so, like two of her front teeth have moved like forward to where when she, she closes her mouth... Like you just see these two little teeth out, and it. You better not let the young bucks kick a door into her teeth. <laughs> oh, my fucking dorks! I don't know. Zul weighs like five times the uh, as much as that piece of shit dog. Fuck you, Larry rules, piece of dude. Shit dog, Larry fucking rules. That dog is the best. Have you seen how ugly it is? Come on. It looks like the dog from the movie Superstar. Yeah, That's anyway. a great dog. Miss Phil, man. Nope. Anyway, uh, predictions for Jaylet 2023. Ed, do you remember who you picked? I think I picked uh, the Bone Collector, Dominic Greeny, right? You did pick Dominic Greeny. I feel like this is his year. He's got to win something eventually. Fuck. <laughs> Pam, do you remember who you picked? No. You also picked Dominic Greeny. Okay, cool, but if I hadn't, I was changing my answer to that because, yes, I I've picked Dom to win something, like, every year for the past, like, three or four years. I'm not doing it this year. So I picked... Yeah, maybe he'll actually win. I know, exactly. Uh, so I picked Kaplan. Stacy. A solid pick. Do you remember who you picked? 
Uh, I would imagine I picked Dominic Green. You did. Yeah. That's because this is the year. It's like the it's like the ill part of me that's also a Browns fan where like I know it's not gonna go well, it's gonna be bad, but like I have to be like, No, yeah, no, they're gonna win. They they'll win. Uh yeah, yes. so Dom. Butters, do you remember you picked? For for Jaylet? Yes. Yeah, I picked Shaw Mason because uh yeah, why not? Golden answer. Pretty pretty bold prediction, but could be interesting. I mean, they seem, they seem pretty high on him. So, I mean, him winning something big like that in his first, like, year seems very plausible, I think. All right. Uh, there was no Belo Fonzo tournament last year. Mm-hmm. So, we uh, we can't talk about that in particular. But we can talk about this year. Ed, do you remember who you picked? Kaplan. You picked Kaplan. Pam, do you remember who you picked? No. You picked Derek. I oh, picked... I picked Joshua Bishop. Stacy, do you remember you picked? I picked Kaplan. You wrote Kaplan again, which I thought was fitting. I think if if there's anybody that would win something like twice in a row, it would be Kaplan winning this twice in a row. Yeah, I think it's just Kaplan's belt now. It's like the FTW belt. That's just <laughs> Kaplan's belt now. Butters, do you remember you picked? Uh, I picked Matt Justice. You did. But I almost picked Ziggy for some reason. I don't know why. I thought it'd be really cool if she won it. Uh, some people actually picked Ziggy, but nobody here. All right. The, before we get into the final thing of who we think will be signed to a contract by the end of 2023, uh, I want to talk about who we want to debut in AIW in 2023. This wasn't a question. I always throw it out last minute. Last year, Stacy Stacy said Hoodfoot and uh, also said wanted Lou Fisto to return, but didn't want to see Lou Fisto against any women. Didn't say that yeah, exactly. So I half got it. You half got it. And I threw out, hey, what about Jocelyn? And you go, I don't care. Ed, yeah. do you remember who you picked? Oh, hey, Jose? No, that was two years ago. Okay. Oh. You, you would have to put yourself in the mindset of the end of 2021. Possible to do. <laughs> uh, you had three. You had the fiend, yeah, Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and Jordan Oliver. Okay, none of those did happen. I don't think. <laughs> Though we don't know who Swamp Monster they could have been the fiend. <laughs> uh, Pam, do you remember who you picked? No, you had no answer. Oh man, Butters, I'm not asking you because you gave a fucking list. There's no way you remember everybody. <laughs> Uh, which was basically this list was like these are the people that I like that I want to see in AIW. Uh, you got one kind of right, Masha Slamovich, but oh. you you thought that she was going to go up against Derek or Justice or you said a mix of the two, so I'm guessing you mean like both of them. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so that she did debut. You got that part right, uh, but then you said Trisha Dora, Eva, Eva Surreal. Still waiting on that. Everett Connors. Oh, that's never going to happen now. Uh, Weber and Shea, the outfielders, or you called them world's cutest tag team or whatever they're going by. Uh, yeah. Weber Hatfield and Shea McCoy. And Erica Lee. Yeah. I said Kevin Koo and O'Shea Edwards. And I had said Kevin Koo multiple years in a row. I'm not repeating that this year. It's never happening. Yeah. But then again, 
You said the same thing last year, and I said, this is who we want to debut. Doesn't mean that it's not happening. Freaking Ed wanted the uh, Fiend and Braun. And we got it. <laughs> Maybe. Look, I'll say this. Bray Wyatt was available. He was. He could have came in. Nobody wants Bray Wyatt. No, not even right. WWE. And they tell him that every week when he comes out. They're like, we just want the Fiend. Just be the fucking Fiend. Nobody likes you, you fucking dumb fuck. Idiot. Fucking moron. The fucking mask on, you fucking turd. I'll tell you really still, my guy. So, Stacy. Yeah, yeah. Who do you want to debut in 2023? You know, I, I've reached this point where there's not a, a lot of things that excite me uh i feel there's it. one idea that i think is fantastic and i have one person that i want to see debut in aiw this year and that's satnam singh i want to see <laughs> yes yes aiw yes he should win jaylet he should be in the gauntlet. I, I, I want I want a moment with Satnam Singh in the ring, and Mikey and members only are in the ring at the same time. That's that's the moment I want to see. Big Satnam Singh, gauntlet for the gold. Head. Yeah. Who do you want to debut? Just some unsanctioned pro shows in 2022, and Christian Robinson would be fucking dope in a scramble. Um, trying to think of who else is a wrestler. Like anyone, like they think I was like, no, they were around. There's not around. like CPA. That's not a debut. I just want CPA back. I don't know. Like, I want Mancer back, but that's not a yeah. debut. Um, Boar, sweet C Boar. Boar's already debuted. Yep. AIW. Yep. We we have this, pandemic. We had the same conversation <laughs> last year. Show. Yeah, he it was, was pre-show. That doesn't count. Nah, it's still debuted on the company. That's not as a count. They count. Well, the boar. I mean, I, I want the boar as a guest. Come back. Give me, um, give me uh, the boar versus Isaiah Browner. What else do I like watching wrestle? Ashton Star. That's the one I was, I was kind of thinking you yeah. might say. You love Ashton Star. Mm. Butters, did you want to see debut? The bounty hunter Brian Keese. I knew that was coming. That's my one and only for the year. Pam, do you have anything? Negative. Uh, f- for me, like I said, I'm not saying coup. I'm I'm surprised he hasn't been here yet. I don't know how people would feel about it, but uh, Heath really likes to Heath show up. I think Heath would be a fun Jay like guest. Have him for the weekend. I see that? Yeah, maybe fun. Wait, like I got kid, I got kids. Heath. Yeah. Well, I guess that'd be funny. Brought <laughs> in Eric Young. I mean, if he comes in, I, I'd want him to just so I can have Rhino there one more time. Honestly, I was just thinking the same thing because I kind of want to get that uh, cheese and crackers skit in real life. That'd be hilarious. And his, his ass has to be way down at this point. Like he hasn't he hasn't been on TV in a long. He um is on Impact very regularly. Oh, so like eleven people see him weekly. That's great. stop it. I don't even get that channel, Ed. Dude, I watch Impact every week. On what? On, uh, yeah, my, I got methods. <laughs> this this also wasn't a question, but this will be a quick one. What was everybody's favorite gauntlet for the gold return? And I'm talking gauntlet for the gold match, so Brit doesn't count. Because 
there were a lot of good ones this year. TPA. Yeah. Dick Justice. Yeah. Yeah. This wins this one. Yeah, Dick definitely wins this one. I know who yours is, Summers. <laughs> At least I think I know who it is. Oh, Gary the King Baller? Yeah. I was trying to like rack my brain. Like when I think when I think of the Gauntlet for the Gold Returns, like in the match, the first one I do think of is Dick Justice. Because when that music hit, when every like people who knew like popped. I mean, great, the same thing for Gary the King Baller, but I think because we hadn't seen Dick Justice in quite a while and or at least in AIW and we known he's slimmed down and all this kind of stuff, it was so it was so great to see him there. Like I did pop for Gary the King Baller, so I might put my pick for Gary the King Baller. Yeah, you popped and screamed in my face because <laughs> I said it wouldn't happen, and you and it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's why that's, I kind of figured you would uh you would pick him. That's the thing you gotta never say never with AIW sometimes because you just don't know who John's gonna book. And they they also came back earlier or that night. They also came back earlier that night, but the fuck it's that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the fuck it's need uh, need to have some more matches in AIW this year. Um, there's there's some people that need to get pounced by the fuck it's. So, all right, the final category for predictions: who will be signed to a contract by the end of 2023? Our predictions for 2022. Stacy said. Dom and Koo, but then he also did say, obviously, Danhausen. I said... Yeah, I think it was a done deal at that point, wasn't it? I think it was one of those things like everybody just figured it was going to happen, but it hadn't been announced yet, potentially. Oh, maybe you know what they were waiting for? I think they might have been waiting for Tony Khan to officially buy AEW. Be- I mean, buy uh, ROH, because uh, we, we actually we did talk about... Uh, ROH's situation because we were talking about Rhett Titus and being the TV champion for a company that has no TV. The only TV they had were the best of. We never mentioned anything about AEW buying them. And I want to say it might have been a couple weeks later that that all happened. Yeah, there you go. I said the main event. Butters said Bishop. Pam said Bishop. Ed, do you remember who you said? No. Uh, Mikey. Oh, that didn't happen. All right. Uh, this year's picks. Ed, uh, do you remember who you picked for this year? I said, I hope nobody gets signed. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Hopefully nobody. Yeah. Pam, do you oh, remember dude. Do you remember who you said? No. Good question. Not 100% sure. <laughs> I thought that was the one I put that on. I was trying to think of a name. I really couldn't think of anybody. Um, I think of like... Certain people in AIW, if they get signed, it might not be till twenty twenty four. So I said the Duke. Just somebody give a contract to the Duke. Fuck it. All I'm saying is, for all of the people who have ran through AEW as like a weird manager for five minutes, take a chance on him. He's better than some people who are there. Yeah, Stacy, do you remember uh, who you picked for this year? Yeah, yeah, Matt Cardona. Sam, I'm so so on that one. Whether he'll actually do it. Chelsea's there, why the fuck not? That doesn't mean shit. They're willing to take her back. They'll take him back too. It's not a whether he would go. I mean, whether if they would take him, it's whether he would go. That dude makes sure if they waived the right price in front of him, he'd go. 
I would say they'd have to waive the right price and let him do whatever he wants. They have to give him a lot of freedom. PT Pictures on OnlyFans. I think he's probably good. Yeah, you can have outside shit now, I think. I don't know. I don't follow that stuff close enough, but <clears throat> here's the thing. Would I like it for my answer to be somebody else and me to think it was right? Yeah, I, I would. I think that it's long overdue that Dom and Koo are on fucking TV somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully somebody decides that that's a thing that should happen this year. But I mean, so far history has said no, um, for whatever reason, same with Bishop Bishop should fucking be on TV already. So. Um, but I hope Cardona goes and best of luck. No, uh, no, like other intentions just cause you don't want to see him in AIW anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just If he's gone, he's gone back in the WWE system in a place where I don't have to see him. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be that lucky. I'm I'm with you on like the Bishop Dom and Koo thing. And I was thinking about that with um with Dom and Koo in particular of how you know how many tag titles do they win before catching some sort of like really big break? There's literally nothing else for them to do in indie wrestling at this point. Like yeah. they've they've done they've done everything four times four years in a row. Tag team of the year. Mm -hmm. Countless fucking belts. They've won the title everywhere. They when they come out at prestige, the whole crowd sings their fucking entrance music. I you I don't I don't know what else they need to do. There is one thing they haven't done. Uh Russell they, FTR. <laughs> wrestled in AIW together. It's not gonna happen, well, but I mean that I'm I'm just saying that's something they haven't done. True. If there was anything the left, tag belts, the AIW tag belts have never been held by them. That's my other thing with like Dom winning anything. Like, I don't think Dom wants to win anything like that here. So I don't know that it, I don't know that it's that he doesn't want to. I think, I don't know. He can Tommy Dreamer it so much, but it's only the tag titles. It's not like he's winning the world title and going on like a Samoa Joe tear of like four years with the belt. It's a tag title. It should be fine. I'm um, not even. No, I'm not even talking tag title. Tech, it's just whenever Tony Khan gets his head out of his ass and signs them. More likely, I have a feeling it'll be to ROH uh, and uh, them against the Briscoes, and then hopefully them and FTR will tear up the tag division and ROH, and then they'll go on to AEW. That's what I hope for. At the end of the day, Dom winning a title at AIW, I don't think really means anything because like. I, at the end of the day, it's it's fucking wrestling, right? It's a prop. Yeah, it, it's it, it's about the meaning behind, like, oh, we have confidence in you or whatever on that on that side of it. And like, obviously, there's confidence in fucking Dom. So it really is like there's not a. I get why he's he's in the position he's in where he doesn't win all the time. That's yeah. whatever. I just at this point, like it, for him and Ku in tag team wrestling, I just do not understand how Tony Khan has not signed them to something. Or that Japan hasn't been like, hey, fucking let's go. Dude, it just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, them on the Japan tour would be fucking awesome. But, yeah. Uh, Butters, do you remember who you picked? No, I don't remember who I picked last year. No, this year. Oh, this year? Yeah, I picked Tom. Yeah. yeah. He was the only person I could think of that I, th I figured would be uh, signed by the end of the year. It just makes sense for all the reasons I said earlier. Yeah, it's, it's it's something I'd love to see, and hopefully it does happen. If not this year, next year, whenever, whether even whether it be you know you know fucking violence is forever or 
him solo, but I think yeah, it would definitely be violence forever. And when it comes to like AIW, kind of like what we were saying, I would love to see him win something, some title, some tournament, calling for the gold. I mean, the only thing we saw him win was the Cibernetico de Mayo. Well, and so that's why he was my pick for Jaylit because it's something that he can win and have won, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're putting like one of the titles on him. Yeah, know? and like historically, people who have done a lot for AIW have been people who have then won that tournament. You know, mm-hmm. as like, uh, uh, oh hey, this person we're gonna recognize him for you know work put in. Um, so I, I feel like that one's just appropriate. I feel like it's the most likely one. Yeah, he could he could win Jaylit, go to cash in if that's possibility because he doesn't have to. Uh, but he can go to cash in and then like put somebody over. Yeah. Like have a really good match with somebody, make them look even better. If if I would like like to see him cash in on anybody, have it be Bishop and give us like another chapter of Bishop versus Don, like we saw right before Bishop blew up or started to blow up. Yeah, I mean he got really good matches out of Casey Carrington for a year. I don't I don't know that there's much else needs to be said. Yeah. All right, that's uh that's the episode. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go, Ed? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Um, I'll be on Stink Street this next episode. I'll come out on Monday. Check that out. We can we can catch you on uh, Ad Odds with Wrestling every week. Yeah, I guess I call in there every week. Uh, Stacy, how about you? Uh, yeah, there's new episodes of Super Fantastic coming that are actually coming this year. Uh, the show is actually back. So uh, look at your calendars. You could probably figure out what day there's a new episode coming this month. Uh, and oh, there'll yeah. be shows throughout the year. That reminds me. I got plans this Friday. Uh, Butters. Uh, yeah. So if you guess my grift has a review episode, a little catch up of uh, what some of our grifters we've covered uh, have been up to since we covered them. That should be dropping Friday. Uh, and already out of as when the, you guys listen to this will be our interview uh, in the fresh meat series with uh, Sam Hardway Holloway. Uh, and that uh, was a really fun one. Uh, Derek Dillinger called in and uh, made Sam tell a story about why he's banned from uh, giving suplexes uh, in practice. And I highly recommend you tune in to listen to that story. Uh, it was great. Um, and uh, that's all I got. Pam. Yeah, you guys heard the first and last episode of my podcast in this <laughs> podcast. So I hope you like the inception episode of this episode with my episode. Um, I'm like exhibit except for with podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter. Um, it's the same fucking handle. I'm not repeating it. You guys fucking know where I am. Um, Look, it's my name. Add an extra A and an extra E and an underscore in there. You'll figure it out. Like, yeah. Um, But yeah, so hope you guys enjoy the final review episode and everything in between with us all on here. I still haven't even listened to the last episode of PVD because I'm I'm sad about it. So, um, (laughs) yeah, bro, you have no idea. Like, I listened to Dustin's call and I had to stop because I was going to start being emotional. So... (laughs) Um, but yeah, find me. Justin's going to put myself in the description. I'm sure. Yeah. Friends. 
And of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Hive. Much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listen this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And all of those links can be found through the Linktree link in the podcast notes. Check out our podcast friends, such as Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast. Sobros Network, Biff Radio, GameWorks Podcast, Power Bob Jitsu, Power Driver Podcast, Fully Posable, Positively Pro Wrestling, Indie Wrestling Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds With Wrestling, Marks With Mics, Juggalo Rewind, X Over, This Ends At Prom, and Porch Talk, and check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Danger Zone Video in Juliet, Tennessee, Heart of Gold, Toy Hire Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, but we don't remember who we voted for last year. Later. Never do. Bye. It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, good night The world, good night We love you, we'll see you next week